Good morning and welcome back to today's daily devotion, your daily PPE. Today is uh, Tuesday. It is April the 12th and the title of today's devotion is Restore Us. It's kind of a plea, an outcrying from this passage of scripture in Psalms chapter 80. And we're going to be focusing on verses 3 through 6 today. Um, Let's read these verses and just see what God has to say to us. Verse number 3 of Psalms 80 says, Turn us again to yourself, O God. Make your face shine down upon us. Only then will we be saved. O Lord God of heaven's armies, how long will you be angry with our prayers? You have fed us with sorrow and made us drink tears by the bucketful. You've made us the scorn of our neighboring nations. Our enemies treat us as a joke. Wow. Doesn't seem very uplifting today, does it? Such a such a sad turn of events here in verses 4 through 6. How long will you be angry with our prayers? You have fed us with sorrow. Can you imagine just being fed sorrow constantly? You're basically what the psalmist is saying is is his daily intake of everything is just sorrow. He's eating sorrow and he's drinking tears by the bucketful. You've made us the scorn of neighboring nations and our enemies treat as a joke. Have you ever felt as though your prayers are ignored? Or even worse yet, that God is angry with every time you pray, he's angry with you? Maybe you've been where the writer is. You're eating sorrow every single day. And there's there's nothing good that comes or it doesn't seem like it anyway. And, and you're crying and you're drinking your tears as they run down your cheek. And no one, I've never met anyone who likes to be the punchline of the joke all the time, especially when you're the punchline of your enemy because they're going to take advantage of that situation and of those situations. These are literal things that the psalmist is talking about. I'm sure that the enemy has attacked, the the neighboring nations has attacked and made a mockery of the people of Israel. um, But one thing that we've seen already in in the first two verses of this passage is that God is the good shepherd. He's always guiding us. He's never leaving us. So... Why would this type of pain be coming to God's people? How could this type of pain be coming to them? One thing I noticed as I read this verse, and I didn't go back through and read verse number three, but in verse number three, uh, in several different translations, uh, this verse sets the stage for this portion of scripture here. In the New Living Translation, which is the translation that I always use for our devotions because they're they're easy to understand, it's easier to read and easy to understand, but it uses this word or this phrase, turn us again. Again is the key word here. Turn us is what God does. Turning us is what a good shepherd would do to any sheep that was in danger or any sheep that was getting away from where it should be or possibly going in the wrong direction. He's going to use his staff to turn the sheep and 
guided in another direction, but the writer uses this one word again with it. Turn us again. And, and this indicates that this isn't the first time the sheep, or in this case, Israel, has strayed or gotten out of line. In the English Standard Version, the, the translators uses the word restore. Uh, which the writer, once again, is going to use in this verse. He's going to use it in verse number 7. He also uses this same restore or turn us again in verse number 19, and it's indicating that this is the cause. Remember, we talked yesterday that in this passage, it's kind of hard to understand what the cause is, but here, verse number 3, we kind of hear what the cause is. The cause of the problem in the the drinking of tears and the feeding of sorrow. It's not God's doing, it's the people's doing because they continue to turn away from God. No wonder he's angry with their prayers. They should be asking for repentance and asking for forgiveness and healing. But there's there's no wonder why God's reaction is the way it is in verses 4 through 6 because the people continue to turn away from him. Even when he does great things, they turn away again and again and again. But then again, that's what sheep do, don't they? I mean, sheep don't really understand that trouble lurks ahead for them sometimes. Sheep, they don't really think about the consequences of their decision. They just want what they want at the time. Sheep doesn't always want to uh, look ahead or um, sheep only want what looks good to them at the moment. But the shepherd knows. The shepherd has raised his fair share of sheep. He's seen them do the things and get into trouble and and get into trouble with, with scavengers or other animals who want to tear them apart, the enemy of the sheep. The shepherd knows this, so he's guiding and he's leading them. And and the sheep just continue to turn away and go their own way, do their own thing. And the shepherd continues to turn them and show them and guide them and lead them because he loves them. If you've seen one sheep, you've seen them all, right? But to the shepherd, each one is unique. Each one is different. He cares For even the one that strays, he'll leave the 99, as Jesus said in the New Testament, to go and search for the one. And when he finds it, he rejoices. The shepherd turns us. In this day and time, today, what we need is a turn. We need to turn. We need restoration. And... We need to be praying for restoration. We need to be praying that God restores us, that he turns us back to him. And the events and the circumstances that is taking place in our day and in our time right now, we need to see them as signs of what God is doing. And what he's doing is he's trying to turn his church. He's trying to restore his people. He's trying to get them ready because the end is coming soon. And God is restoring his people. 
He is making a way and getting us ready. But for the most part, we don't see it that way. We see it as him trying to hinder us, to harm us, to be angry with us. When in real life and in true, God's just trying to restore us, guide us and lead us. My prayer today is that God will restore us, that God will turn us back. As the title of um, my devotion today says, restore us. That's my prayer. God, restore us again and again and again if necessary. And because of his mercy, because of his grace, because of Jesus Christ, he will continue to restore us and he will continue to turn us because of his love. For God so loved the world that he gave so that we can have eternal life. Listen, I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your day holds for you. But at every turn, at every event, I want you to remember, God is trying to restore you. He is trying to turn you to him. Would you go his way? Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for your words of wisdom through this psalm. I pray today for your people, Lord. I pray that you would guide them and lead them. I pray that you will restore us. As Easter is coming upon us, God, what perfect timing for you to restore your people once again. God, I pray that you would restore us and you would restore your people. Give us grace and mercy, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today, Lord willing. I'll be back with you again tomorrow, and uh, we will continue to dissect this passage of Scripture, Psalms 80. It's a good one. So join me again tomorrow as we look one more time, uh, actually probably a couple more times this week, at Psalms 80. I hope you have a wonderful week, uh, and I'm believing uh, for God to do great things through and in your life this week. See you tomorrow. Thank you.